I think it's a transportability issue. You ever, you do, know, you throw bananas into a sack, they're going to get crushed. Throw yeah. banana bread into a sack. Oh no! You just get like yeah. squishy banana There's bread. There's no way to right. port these bananas. They're not man portable. <laughs> How are we going to move these bananas around? Nobody's. It's been a thousand years since we discovered bananas, and nobody's figured it out yet. Or it's just like you needed. They wanted to have like a, a meal that was comprised of more than just bananas, so they made like a banana smoothie, had a banana, and then banana bread as well. Man, I've done some dangerous things with banana bread. Like you get like a little cinnamon sugar mixture on the top of that. That can be pretty good. Or even just the simple butter. Just get a, a light little bit of butter on the banana bread. I like that. Or uh, the way my mom used to make it, she would make like a little crumble on the top of it. Oh, yeah. And I was always quite fond of that. <sighs> so many ways to make banana bread. And it's been so long since I've had it. Banana bread is like one of the easiest things to make ever. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. What kind of bread is better? Graziel said zucchini bread is better. She's zucchini. Wa- what? She's first off zucchini what? bread. Awesome. Might as well just be normal bread. This just in: zucchinis are not as good as bananas. Uh, she actually has like a a uh, a learning what disability. Would you call it? Like a psychosomatic aversion to bananas. So. Her so opinion. she picked. What is the? What could be the psychosomatic version, aversion to bananas that would not also manifest in a zucchini? Uh no, I could see that because zucchinis aren't like slimy, and she just she just doesn't like the taste Some, of bananas. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't She's know. She's crazy. She should be forcibly admitted to a mental institution. I like bananas well enough, mostly in banana bread. <laughs> you know, you can, if you think about it, you can make banana bread. You can make zucchini bread. You can make zucchini brownies. Nobody is what saying would a banana that zucchini brownie bread isn't good. I'm just saying the banana bread is better. And I think a banana brownie would be superior as well. I want just listen to how it sounds. Banana zucchini brownie. brownie yeah. Banana brownie. Rolls right Which off the tongue. Fun well, it sounds like it's meant to be, really. I rest my case, Your Honor. Alliteration wins. Yeah. <laughs> it, it often does. Really. That's how they won World War II. That, <laughs> hey, Hitler, go to hell. Hell for Hitler. <laughs> Nobody likes it's you. It's too many H's. <laughs> All right, I give up. I'm in the bunker. I got syphilis. Oh, yeah. This just in. I spent like five seconds playing Minecraft before you called, and uh, the Penny Arcade comment is a thousand percent accurate. That one, the most recent one about the zombies? Well, no, not about the zombies, but just like where you start, you're like, okay, what do you do in this game? And then you harvest one tree. Yeah. And you like put like one block on the ground, and you're just like, Oh, no. <laughs> you see your future just disintegrate. Well, it's like I immediately started building a house. Like, it's like mixed materials. I've got a wooden foundation, which doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm like going, I'm going Eskimo because I don't know how long the day will last. Yeah. So I'm putting up a half wall. And just I'm to survive the, the night. The yeah. You're going to have to. I'm con- going to box myself in. You're going to have to continue with that because uh, I want to know. I want to know what that secret society is all about. I see it all over the really internet. I don't know, man. It's looking pretty dangerous. That guy it's, made an insane amount of money off that game. Like there was well, some. He, he had, it's an extremely good idea. It's here's a world that's populated by creatures that may or may not attack you ever. Um, harvest some stuff and protect yourself from them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
And there was some story that PayPal put a freeze on his account. No, that's not some story. That's legit. Like, well, I went and looked it up. Okay, well, yeah, it is a real time. story. But, uh, yeah, because he got 600,000 pounds in such a short amount of time that people thought he was dealing drugs or running a Nigerian yeah, investment like, scam or something. And I Nobody don't know. Who uses this service is even nearly successful. I don't know if it's still true. But there was a time where you did not keep money in a PayPal account because at any point they could be like, uh, we're not going to give you this money. And I don't know really whatever happened with well, that. That's what's going- I mean, he, I mean, the dude is pretty solid because even, well, I don't know if he's pretty solid. He may be pretty smart. I don't know. Uh, but in order to keep his game out there, he basically just said, okay, you know what? Screw it. Minecraft is essentially free. <laughs> Until we figure out the PayPal thing, and I am totally a thousand percent. I mean, depending on how things progress, given like the first thirty seconds of gameplay, I'm already a pretty big fan. I mean, isn't it's uh, it's like fifteen bucks, right? Normally, yeah. So it's not going to break your bank at all. And based on like Xenomouse from the forums, I know him in real life, and based on his estimation, <laughs> he's had it for like three weeks. He's probably spent forty hours playing the game. <laughs> Good lord! So it's like just fifteen just bucks. exploring, just digging. Digging down, building up. Yeah, I'm not even exploring. Screw exploring. I already looked out, saw some nasty creatures. It's too dangerous out the there. Ground. You gotta start building like, I'm torches. I'm gonna dig my way to freedom and safety. <laughs> Pop out on the other side, Minecraft China. Yeah, it's gonna be a Shawshank Redemption scenario. I'm gonna find a sewer pipe. Mm-hmm. Just go there to freedom, and then you get Nameless out of the sewer pipe, and you're like crawled through a river of shit and came out clean. But epic you, music. You get in the through background. the the sewer pipe and you find out there's just monsters there too there's monsters on the whole planet yeah i'm playing minecraft as tim robbins in my mind how does that guy's name yeah tim robbins um okay how does it create the world is it like civilization where it just sort of randomizes it or is there a stock world it's procedurally there's it's just a a, i don't know It, it said when i started I haven't read anything about it, but when I started the game, it said generating level. So, okay. Or generating world. Does it take like 400 Dude, hours to, to do that? Like Dwarf Fortress? No, it took about, you know, less than a minute oh. on my not too powerful processor. So. I, I know I think Dwarf the world Fortress. It's considerably smaller, but yeah, it's not like Dwarf. I don't think it's Dwarf Fortress complex. Yeah. But it is also, you know, not Dwarf Fortress inaccessible. Mm hmm. Could, could you, you think you could make like a loop around the planet in a day or something? Is it, It's pretty small. I don't know. I haven't tried yet. I wonder. Give me about, you know, three hours. Maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> if I can build a wall that stretches across the whole planet so the zombies don't get me. You're on, sir. I will waste my life doing that. And then they're like, is there combat well, like, or it's do also you just like, like the ultimate have open while other things are going on yeah like god i wish i would have downloaded this before i started watching queen's blade <laughs> well but whatever that's for another time yeah i still are we did, talking about that actually I, I still did not watch it so that will have to be on the next one you're probably lucky uh you only need to watch one episode uh, the rest of them all suck it's that's the worst show ever but we'll talk about that later what are uh, we actually talking about i don't know did you get your hands on halo reach i did get my hands on halo reach we uh, we ended up beating the campaign in about a day and a half. Yeah, I've heard people say similar things. It I doesn't mean, seem like it's too tricky. It's it's a little it's, short. I mean, it's Halo. It's it seems like it's about as long as any of those other games have been. Uh, yeah. Well, with, the, when we got Halo One, we beat that in probably eight hours. Yeah. Well, the two of you, you and uh, 
I guess Jerry played in like a day. <laughs> and you're like, we can't go sleep. We got beat Halo. Oh, but it was so epically exciting. Yeah. It was such a good game. Mm, uh, I think we maybe had a bit of an easier time because we were playing three-player co-op. So even on Heroic, it wasn't really that hard. Well, I mean, anything but Legendary is pretty super easy. Yeah. Well, this is like with three players, you're pretty much always going to get to respawn. Like, we probably went back to a checkpoint less than ten times over the course of the game. Well, also with three players, you have the opportunity to just... I mean, there are never that many Covenant, and they're never like that well-placed that you can't just circle around them and have, you know... Two guys distracting them while the other just yeah. hits everybody with your nails. Oh, man, that, re- that feels really good because I just let the other two people do all the brute work and I just <laughs> stroll up behind the elite. Clean the glory for yourself. Stab them in the neck. The hips. You get, when you're playing the multiplayer, do you get to play uh, as the other members of Noble Company or are you all just generic Spartans? I have no idea. I guess you probably play as whatever person you have built. Uh, I guess the idea of using all those little armor bits is kind of cool. But I looked at all the lists, and they all look exactly the same to me. So yeah. I, The only one that's different <laughs> is the helmets. Yeah, I do not care at all if I have a square or a hexagonal bracer on my wrist. <laughs> and like, I guess the only yeah. thing that's even that you would even aspire to get is the stuff like being surrounded by a cloud of pestilence or lightning. And those things are so absurdly expensive that... I know I'm going to beat the campaign maybe twice in my life. I will probably play somewhere around 100 hours of matchmaking. And if that <laughs> yeah, is not enough to get, close. to get the lightning armor, then I just will never get the lightning armor. Yeah, I am probably in the same boat. But yeah, I don't know. I do like the the cool thing about the matchmaking. Like, the different classes, uh, the addition of even more classes is pretty dope. Like, that Deceiver class is awesome. I haven't played any in the multiplayer. Classes are... Is it strictly what armor you start out with? It's not even the weapons? Or does it determine your weapons, too? What do you mean? The 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 classes don't determine your armor, or it does, in some cases, make a difference with the weapons. It depends on what map you've picked, or I guess like what type of game you're playing. But basically, you've got the guy that can sprint, the dude that can force shield. Some guys have the ability to throw up the... Uh, yeah, the bubble the shield. Spherical area. In, yeah, the bubble shield. In the last but, level of the campaign, we figured out that that healed you. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> oh, that's one really irritating thing about the campaign. When you die and respawn, your weapons drop, but your armor ability does not. So if you got an armor ability, you would hoard that shit like Gollum. <laughs> like, you'd be like, no, no, you guys go ahead. I'll stay back here with the jetpack. <laughs> But yeah, so there's a jetpack, and then the deceiver is the is one where you can send out oh, a hologram yeah, of the, yourself. Yeah, the hologram's pretty and fun. It. Well, it's just like it never fails to like you know trick me at least. I I don't know if it's really happening that much to other people, but I'm always like I'm gonna light this dude up. It tricked me in single player. Area. Uh, <laughs> I saw a Spartan. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing running into a wall and shooting? Grotz is like, that's my hologram. <laughs> It's like, oh, I thought it was like some Quake 2 AI. <laughs> Bungie, no. Yeah, you guys Don't used to be the so good. The past. There is some like, you. I, I feel like in past Halo games, easy to heroic might as well be basically the same difficulty. Aside from maybe they're a little more durable 
And then legendary guys start dodging your stuff. And in this one, we were playing on heroic, and guys were pretty spry, and felt a lot more durable, which was a little irritating at points, because I felt like I was getting continuous headshots on grunts and jackals, and they were not dying. Mm. And uh, with that, have you seen this? There's, they have like a little tank, like a little baby uh, covenant tank that shoots out a mortar. It's like, it's like a yeah. wraith, but it's a smaller, pinker version of that. Uh, oh yeah, those things are dope. It's hopelessly weak on heroic. Like, I don't know if I was just doing it wrong, but I was hitting small unshielded guys with direct hits, and they were just not dying. Yeah. So unless, well, I mean, it is kind of weak. Like, I used it a lot in uh in multiplayer. Like, there was a blood gulch with elite weapons, and that was one of them. Well, yeah, I bet. Uh, I bet in multiplayer when everybody has the exact same stats, it's probably uh. Well, no, I mean, it takes a couple hits, but the nice thing about it is, like, when somebody is rolling up to you in a ghost, you just tag that thing, and it throws them. Like, it doesn't kill them, but it, like, chucks them yeah. into a cliff oh, so that man. they can't run over your guys anymore. So, like how you would sort of do the alley-oop with ghosts in the earlier games. Like, in the first couple games with the, the tank, hit a guy with the tank shell, a ghost, and he would just sort of flip in the air forever. Yeah, pretty much. I wouldn't... I was making it my mission, and I never did, to hijack a bounty. There's one level in the campaign where you spend a lot of time in the air in, uh, I guess, basically a dropship or a fighter or something, like a helicopter, and there's yeah. two low gunner seats. So I kept jumping out of the gunner seat and trying to <laughs> land on a banshee in midair. And I got really close, like, once or twice, but I never, I never got it, and mostly just involved... Making the other two people land on a building so I could respawn. And then, like, I'd just jump right on, and a couple minutes later, I'd be like, okay, time to get that guy. And just fall to my death. One time I was so close, I swear the legends say that the B button prop popped up and told me to hijack it. But we'll never know, I guess. Yeah, that's definitely probably something that you can do more easily in a multiplayer just because someone's going to try to rush you on the ground, and if you successfully dodge and they run into something, you can hijack it. But the hijacking in this one is super satisfying, too, because you now have the ability to hijack a tank and then just pound the crap out of it with your fist. Mm, you could, and the dude can't get out. You could do that in 3. I don't know if you could do it in ODST. Probably not. But I don't remember. You could punch I don't the tank doing in three. It in any of those other games? Oh, it was really. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely in three, and it was really fun in that too. Like, it's it's well, way more satisfying than, satisfying than using a grenade. Oh, totally. You just get up there and like wail on it. It's great. <laughs> it, they also, I don't know if this is every tank, but it seemed like every tank. The gunner, instead of being an elite or a brute, was a grunt, which makes oh, yeah, it yeah, very yeah. very easy to just get up in their face and not have to worry about the gunner. It does not really help when they decide to charge you. So you still got to be aware of that. <laughs> or just let them yeah, charge so somebody else. It's like I don't have to worry about those guns. Oh, crap. The whole thing hit me. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of Halo Reach so far. I mean, I like it. It is all right. The, I feel like... I will say that I never want to play SWAT ever again. I, I was actually... When I first got it, I uh, started playing with some friends from college who were really into Halo then and still in, are still into it now. And we kept on playing SWAT, which is the basically no shields, um, all precision rifles, uh, one headshot will kill you. And I am probably just terrible at it, but I would just like, 
if someone would flash on the screen, I would just drop. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt like in, just... in single player. So multiplayer would probably be a lot worse. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I don't, I, I don't, I don't intend to do much actual multiplayer, if any. Like, we got a good bit of use out of uh, ODST's firefight after the fact. And I'm told that Reaches is just better. So I'll probably yeah. spend a good few hours with that. Though some of the, the uh, asymmetrical multiplayer with the Elite sounds really cool. So I might dip into mean? that. Where you're playing, well, one side, one side plays the Elites. And so they're just straight up better. And I guess the way it's balanced is that the humans have are playing on defense. So they have sort of the environment working for them. And I think, I think the main game type is the one where the elites have to, like, break in, destroy some generators, and get out. So they have the harder yeah. task where the Spartans just have to defend. So while the elites are, like, better, prob- probably have better shields, but, like, can sprint and dodge and all that crap. Uh, that sounds really neat to me because I'm very curious about when people make multiplayer that is not synchronous how they balance it, which is, you know, I guess they do that with, like, RTSs, but it's a little more rare with FPSs, especially the mainstream kinds. You can have your, like, natural selection, where it's like, I'm a marine, and I'm a alien that crawls on the ceiling, but that's not usually what happens in, like, Call of Duty, where the Russians are the same as the Americans. Oh, yeah. Or, like, yeah, the red Spartans versus the blue Spartans. That's basically what, I mean, the scenario you described with that generator one, That's you can play firefight modes that are just like that too, so it's not just kill as many as you can, you can just defend against the enemy AI. Oh, really? Which is kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, these days, I don't really care that much about competitive multiplayer. I don't really, like, I'm, I'm an adult, and I don't really spend enough time to get good at them, so... <laughs> college students will like always be better than me so it's hardly even worth trying and i just like don't have that much fun with it anyway i would rather just play a small game with my friends and kill the computer yeah that's why i was always arguing for just you know generic slayer yeah i can't do like the other game types but slayer is slayer is slayer yeah so like all of the you know the skills i spent time acquiring in college still apply that's true yes Original Halo, like, sure, the pistol headshot was the way to go, but it's uh, it just feels a lot different. And the assault rifle, you can still hose a dude down and then run up and melee him. Like, that still works. Yeah. Some decades later. I feel like the assault rifle goes up and down, like, every game, and you never know if it's, it's going to be a good weapon or not. Well, they did the same thing with the Needler, too. Like, as soon as they took dual wield out with the Needler... They unnerfed it something fierce. Yeah, no, it is like crazy fast in this one. Well, yeah, you're like, a guy turns into a grenade in, like, no time. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> Basically as fast as it takes for you to pull the trigger. It just blows up. Yeah. And did you see there's a weapon? I, I didn't discover until the last level. There's a Covenant grenade launcher that just shoots plasma grenades. I did not see that. It's pretty awesome. I think I know what you're talking it's about. Just, I think that one's kind of hard to use. Like, you lock it onto people, and then it just punts out a bunch of yeah them. yeah i've never actually picked one up i just saw it in action oh i always i tried to use that a couple of times and i'm terrible with it but uh, maybe maybe if i you know keep that in mind i'll have more success which is like another thing that there's a lot of feature creep in this one with regard to weapons like which is i feel like mostly a good thing but also kind of a bad thing because they must have put like 10 or 15 new weapons in here and uh 
that can make it so it can be sometimes hard to get the weapon you want. Like there were oh yeah, there were many many points in this single player campaign where I was like, where is a plasma pistol? I just want to stun a vehicle. I can't find a plasma <laughs> pistol. I've killed like three hundred grunts. Yeah, that is pretty shocking. And some well, of the weapons are really was, cool. I mean, but there's like there's a plasma repeater which seems basically exactly the same as a plasma rifle. Oh uh, yeah, well I guess maybe it's slightly more powerful. Yeah, I mean it seems like use. maybe it fires faster or at a bigger spread. But I have not done the game theory required, like the the theory crafting, to know that it fires 17 bullets per second versus 14, and the bullets do 19.6 damage versus 16. What, what I do like about the the plasma rifles or like the plasma weapons in this is that. You can hit um, the reload button to cool them down. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed by that, too. And it's pretty fun. It just gives you something to do, really, where before you would just look at it disdainfully or switch to your other weapon or question why you were using a plasma rifle if it wasn't Halo 2 or 3 where you could use two at the same time. Yeah. The, the plasma rifle is super weak. Yeah, it's just like, like... I picked it up a couple times, and I would just you know run up to a guy with a human weapon... And he would eat me up. Like, it was just, it was no contest. It's just like, well, you think, oh, plasma pistol, why would I ever use a plasma pistol? I'll just use a plasma rifle. Except you can charge the plasma pistol, knock out their shields in one go. And if you're playing multiplayer, you'll probably not live long enough to where the overcharge and its ammo-hungry habits will really impact you in a very negative way. And plus, you just start well, with a plasma all, like, pistol. That vehicle disable thing yeah, cannot nuts. be uh, under... <laughs> You know, undersold. That is really quite amazing. Well, that's when I was trying to hijack vehicles. I said, well, everybody's killing people. I'm just running around chasing banshees, knocking <laughs> them to the ground, and, like, trying to figure out where they are. And I kept... Like some kind of weird alien vehicle lepidopterist. You've got an enormous glass case at home. Full of, like, <laughs> yes. pinned-up banshees. I was, I was stunning them off of cliffs. And I'm like, no, no. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, that is sick. Stunning him off of a cliff would be pretty dope. That's a way to go. It's like, you know, you're feeling fancy free, flying around in your sweet alien jetpack, or sweet alien plane, and yeah, then all of a sudden thing. you hit with a plasma pistol charge, and yeah. you're plummeting Woo! to the earth. It's like, doot, 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 doot. And then, salty. before you even hit the ground, it zooms out to a third-person perspective, and you go, ah, and all your weapons and items fall out of you. Yeah, you just <laughs> explode. That's the one thing that's cool. They uh, they did not get rid of the ridiculous ragdoll physics. So every time you get hit by a tank shell, yeah. you basically go limp and start cartwheeling through the air. <laughs> I mean, what's kind of even better is that it now applies to the vehicles. Because oh, yeah. one time I jammed a grenade on a wraith and it blew up. And I'm just strolling down the pl- path. And I see this big old hunk of blue armor hit the ground in front of me. Like, you know, ten seconds later. I was like, who shot down a banshee? And then for, for some reason, I'm willing to accept that in the, the Halo universe, I guess, just because it's not as gritty and grimy as things. But when I see guys do that in games that are trying to be more realistic, I'm like, come on. But in Halo, it's like, whatever. It's Halo. Half things in this game yeah, are purple. Super armored <laughs> space marine. Whatever. Uh, you know, th- I feel like this game, more than any, reinforces the thing that Pretty much all I want to do in Halo is, like, run around. They're going to put some guns in an area, and they could just put me in a gray box, and I'd be fine with that. And that's pretty much what a lot of, like, the first Halo was anyway. 
and I was fine with yeah. it then. So if it's gotten better since then, marginally, it's a pretty good deal overall. And so I guess they have a story in this game. This is the first game where I actually did not listen to most of the dialogue. Like, I just gave up at a point because it w- Halo plots are not known for their super complexity, but this was so generic. At halfway through the game, it felt like every order was, all right, you got to go to this place and push the next button. It's like, okay, you got to turn off the AA guns. How do we do that? Push a button. Uh, call in the airstrike. Push a button. It's, it's, I just, like, gave up on caring. And I was like, I know you guys put out all those video trailers where you're like, man, how do you make a story where you know the end is everybody's going to die? It's like, I don't know. Why don't you ask somebody that actually did it? Because <laughs> I'm not convinced that there is a story here. Which is fine. Yeah, who, I mean, like, I don't care. And not everybody does die on Reach. That's how we get to the first Halo, yeah, guys. Yeah, I guess some people make it off. Like, they, I guess they want you to care about the characters when they die. But it's like, I didn't even know that guy's name. Or if I did know their name, I didn't know their call sign. So when they keep saying Noble 2, I'm like, who is that? I don't know. And they do yeah. the thing where, like, at least your character has some lines, but you're basically a silent protagonist. And I am so effing sick of that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. just so over it. And I'm so, especially, like, it was terrible in ODST. Like, fine, okay, most of the game you're by yourself, so you're not going to talk unless you're like me. Graziella is in New Hampshire, and I just talk to myself play a metroid <laughs> other m i'm like oh that was great yes just walk through the lava no don't jump just okay well the monster ate you <laughs> but i do that when she's around anyway so uh but at the end of odst when you're like dude finally meets up with the other guys and they're like what's your name soldier and he just shrugs it's like okay <laughs> But, like, the, the Half-Life thing just pisses me off. Because, like, fine, Halo, the conversation is, like, six seconds anyway. So who cares? But in Half-Life, they're trying to build this, like, real, cohesive, realistic world with actual characters. And it's, like, so jarring that they're like, ah, here's all this, like, ten minutes of dialogue. People talking back and forth. And we're watching things happen. And Gordon is not saying anything ever. Well, maybe like, he's just so shell-shocked. Can you blame him for yeah, being quiet? It's like, well, I was... Per- this is like the fifth reality he's been to. <laughs> I killed a giant spider monster which, with a sack dangling off itself, which I can only describe as a giant gonad, <laughs> which is both the scientific term and one that properly encapsulates yeah, my they're horror. All, they're, they're happy. <laughs> they're happy he doesn't say anything. Cause it's probably going to be like something crazy. What I've seen like can't a, be unseen. I've, I've seen these world burn. Fetuses are on fire. <laughs> it's like, come on, Gordon, I'm trying to eat lunch. Listen. You know what? Shut up. None of you guys had Shut to fight up. the space fetus. None of you. It's mine. It's like, why didn't he grow up? I had to kill it. He it opened up his brain tall. to welcome me, and I had to kill it. <laughs> he, all he had when his brain was just a spike. There wasn't no brain there. It was just a crystal. I murdered a giant space baby. <laughs> I destroyed a whole civilization. That space baby was a space baby slaver. 
<laughs> he's just looking at his hands all yeah maybe that's why he's never talking because if you listen really closely you can hear the sound of him softly weeping yeah or just muttering to himself god I had to do it I had to had to kill the alien. that's why all, that's why all the combine guys bothered you in half-life 2 like look at this crazy bastard. yeah listen shut up psycho get your work clothes on get back in the corner yeah pick that up pick up the can haha <laughs> i'm an alien hybrid and i can't find anything better to do than make refugees pick up cans <laughs> even in space there are douchebags <laughs> uh but yeah i mean even in halo one didn't even have a really silent protagonist they went to cutscenes, and you like had yeah he's, extended conversations with cortana i, mean, I don't he know why they moved stuff. away from that he said like arnold schwarzenegger kind of stuff like one level ratcheted down from that but at least there yeah, was no, a I was, character. I was pro it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like the, the Halo universe well enough. I think it's it's got some, like, I guess it's hard sci-fi. I'm always cautious to use those terms because somebody on the forum is going to make some TLDR oh, shit, post about how, like, they're moving at above the speed of light. So that's more like magic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so it's not really hard sci-fi. <laughs> Um, Has anybody ever said that? No, but, well, yes, certainly, at some point in the history of man, uh, nobody I know. Oh, man, that is when, like, someone needs to just, that's why the internet's sort of a bad thing, because it gives a voice to people. Yeah. Where they cannot be, like, slapped in the mouth for saying <laughs> things like that. <laughs> it's not really hard science, because, you know, traveling faster than the speed of light is more like magic, and then you're like, <laughs> wham, it doesn't matter. I, like, we've been watching Futurama on Netflix. And the explanation they have for why the ship can move it faster than the speed of light is scientists increased the speed of light 500 years yeah. ago. <laughs> That's my kind of humor. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's not like the Halo story is, is a good story or would make a good movie or anything. But, you know, in, in, in the realm of, like, an action game, it's kind of cool. You got enough characters. You got enough plot. You, you're doing enough cool things. And I yeah. feel like with this one, I just, like, could not even care. I was like, okay, I'm playing you because your game is well, super fun, and I don't need a reason to drive a Jeep. Yeah, that I can run over things and shoot an enormous gun on the back yeah. of. Like, that's just something I would love to do regardless. But you know, all the ones before it had what I would put in the higher echelon of gaming stories that are not definitively good. <laughs> I know I'm kind of waltzing around it but you know there there are games that have very good stories and then there are games like halo where you're like ah, oh, that was okay it was like if i would i enjoy the story in halo more than i would enjoy arnold schwarzenegger's raw deal <laughs> yeah probably so you know halo doesn't have a an opening scene where his wife throws a cake that says fuck you at him or whatever happens in that movie but otherwise it's pretty good it's got like the master chief being like I'm gonna, I'm cracking wise, cause I'm, it's like I'm gonna shoot some guys, change it up a little, eh? That was my yeah. plan. It's like he's making jokes that you're like, all right, whatever. That wasn't so bad. Well, yeah, and I, maybe that's like, I, I guess I don't. Well, I mean, that's kind of why like that whole numbers system doesn't make any sense to me, because like the crappy story or the the poor execution of story or however you want to qualify what Halo uh, Reach has for a story doesn't detract from the game at all. Like, if you play Halo and you're like, I mean, it's a good game, but I don't really like the story, don't play Halo. Yeah. You know, that, that's not why you're playing it. You're playing it because it's fun to shoot aliens on a, you know, 
far-flung world. Yeah, that they, is why you're doing it. They got a handle. The story you need. They got a handle on really good combat. Like those guys zip around. They don't just sit behind a box until you headshot them 300 times, and then you move I on to really the next guy. I don't understand why I was trying to kill the Covenant. Yeah, aside from the fact that they're you know douchebags. When Halo, in Halo 2, when it became more than just like the Covenant are trying to kill us. Uh, we've got to stop them from, you know, taking possession of this alien super weapon. And it became about, like, let's have this little anthropological Yeah, uh, <laughs> like then the, expedition the reconciliation. The I was just like, <laughs> I don't care about any of this. Or, like, even in, like, Halo ODST, it's like, oh, we found this bio supercomputer. It's like, I don't even know why that's important. Yeah. And you don't even tell me <laughs> Great, why. Great, we got this like, okay. thing. It's, it's like when, it's like U571 starring Bon Jovi. Like, they captured the computer, and now they have, like, the Covenant codes, I guess. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess that's important, but it's, like, you've got to, like, couch that in something. Uh, cause I, and, or you just have to completely ignore that broader story to just let it be this kind of vignette into the, I don't know, blowing up of Nairobi. Which, you know, quite frankly, uh, why wasn't there a single black person on that? Yeah, squad of people. If it's in Nairobi, <laughs> well, in the future, everybody's just sort of turned that a sort of beige color, except the sergeant is he's de- derived from pure stock. But everybody else, the one thing I do like about, uh, or one thing that I found kind of shocking and not really shocking, but uh, novel in a Halo game was seeing humans that I wasn't supposed to kill or fight. Yeah, oh yeah, the guys in Reach. That's like I was like, what There's are like we doing with these guys? It's like, well, uh are they they're farmers, really? Are you are you sure we're not supposed to kill them? I don't know if this no. was scripted or not, but one of them one of the bad guys took a hostage and Crotz blew him up with a needler and the hostage was fine. So we're like, Oh sweet. <laughs> and she was like, I didn't even know it was a hostage. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is really awesome. It's like, don't worry, I've got a precision weapon here that turns the guy into a bomb. <laughs> yeah, explosion of pink mist. It's like, you might get me, but you're not. It's like, you, would you shoot through one of your own kind? <laughs> you're like, what? The needler's empty. He's just like, oh. <laughs> Goosh. I couldn't hear you over that like high-pitched whirring sound. Of you get that thing where like this gun. three needler explosions happen in quick succession. <laughs> Or you just fell the human with needler bullets and use yeah. him as a mobile bomb. You better get let go of that human, buddy. Because <laughs> that human is now a bomb. It's like Spartan tactics. They're like, what was, it, what was that? Like point break or something? Or maybe not point break. It's like, what do you do? The dude's holding the hostage. So you shoot through the hostage. That's what they're doing in like the, the Spartan thing. It's like, what are you doing? He's got a. When he's got a hostage, it's like fill the hostage with neither bullets and make him a, a literal living bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Solves your problem. Listen, no it's hostage, just like no more covenant. How many humans would it take to kill one elite if they didn't have weapons training? Like fifteen. So we would have to save fifteen <laughs> hostages to make it worth the time that we could save just by blowing this one guy up. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I don't know if you know this, but if you're hanging out in the shopping mall of the future and there's aliens in there, you probably missed the evacuation, so you're screwed anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, I am kind of, I mean, really the, the, the most interesting thing about Reach is how the Covenant totally destroy the planet. Yeah, they That's just all like I'm interested in super seeing. nuke it, basically. <laughs> you know, they, That's it? They super nuke it? I think, it's not like a... I think so. Chronicles of Riddick? What do they do in Chronicles of Riddick? The sun they melts land the whole planet? They tower on it and they just puncture the planet with a... Oh, I don't even... Immolating ball of energy I don't even remember it. that. Yeah, I think they just like hurl a whole bunch of nukes at it until everything's turned into glass. Because they keep saying glass the planet, but it's like, I guess they only glass the wow, parts really? that matter. Why would you even land? Like, if yeah, that was that's, the plan? Well, I guess they were, they were trying to get, like, the story from what I remember. Because I read this book because Andrew's little brother had it, and it is <laughs> awful. It is so bad. I, they needed, like, the, the coordinates of Earth. Oh yeah, so, they were trying to find the coordinates of Earth. So they had, I guess, they had to land to do that. But they couldn't like grab one dude. Yeah, just be like, "Where's Earth?" That's like nobody knows. When you join the like, Marines, we're they, in space, they, dude. They blank your memory, and by blank your memory, they just hit you with a board until <laughs> you forget well, who you it, are. It's probably. I mean, one of the harder sci-fi aspects of the story is that space navigation probably isn't that easy. Yeah, and it's not like you can just like true. look at a constellation and <laughs> you say, okay, just get a guy. Uh, it's near Orion. All right, here's the like, big these dipper. People are <laughs> the North Star will guide us home. So you just like drive to the North Star. What's north. <laughs> yeah. It's like all right. So now we're here. We're at the Big Dipper, which I guess is actually probably separated by millions of miles in reality. <laughs> Probably billions. The, the, billions the, the, the specific stars are probably not actually that close together as they appear. It's like, huh, I could have sworn it was around here. Wait a minute. Hold okay. on, let me... Hold on. It's like trying to you find like your parking spot. Licks his like finger. Your, little, your Earth Finder uh, like keychain to like set off your alarm yeah. on Earth. <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, oh, we're nearby. Okay, it's pretty close. Hold on. Let's try it again. Uh, I gotta lock the doors. Gotta lock the Earth doors. There's like you get there finally. It's like, oh man, how do I? What are the odds that I have the same frequency as this car? The Covenant guy just shoots you in the face. <laughs> All right, oh we'll capture gosh. the next guy. Let's go back to Reach. Oh man, we already glassed the planet. Man, I guess the idea is they're trying to get an AI because the AI would know where it is. But who even cares? That book read like it was written by a sixth grader. I mean, I'm sorry. Why would it? Like, I know. You are a writer, and that is something to be acclaimed, and you are perhaps unfairly handicapped by your source material, but, like, video game books are so bad. And I liked them better back in the day when you had, like, Ninja Power, or not Ninja, I'm getting words mixed up, Ninja Gaiden, like, Worlds of Power, the Nintendo series, where it's, like, <laughs> um... It's funny because, in essence, it was the exact same thing. Because in the Halo book, when I was describing it to people while we were playing the game, I was like, there were three grunts. He headshotted two of them, one shot each. And then he turned to the third and shot him three times in the chest. Where with, like, the Ninja Gaiden book, it would be like, there were three guys. He slashed two of them with the sword. And then he put the sword against the other guy's neck. And he said... Tell me where I'm going with this. And then the guy's like, I don't know who our leader is. And they stab him with the sword. So it's like the exact same thing is happening. But I think the lack of perspective really makes Worlds of Power like a lot better. <laughs> and then somebody actually thought they could like write a book about Blaster Master. <laughs> now we're going for it. 
Yeah. Take the plunge. It's like, okay, this guy had a frog, and then the frog jumped down a hole in his backyard where a conspicuous can of toxic waste was waiting, turned into a super frog, and then he chased him down to the hole after him and found a tank, and now he's got to save his frog. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I'm looking it up now. There's a Mega Man 2 book. There's a Shadowgate book, which may be a prequel, judging by the title, Before Shadowgate. Like, man, I always wondered why I was in that castle with all the traps and ghosts and shit. Now yeah, that seemed I'll like a bad idea. Know. The prequel was just like, ah, oh, you got dropped off at the front door. I don't know. You were probably there because you were collecting, like, an inhero- inheritance. It's like your aunt died. It's like, if you make it through this ghost castle, you're going to get some money. It's like, okay, but I just used the item. Like, I put a key in the safe it wasn't meant to go in. And then the key broke. And now I can't use that key on the door to unlock the door, so I actually cannot win this game. <laughs> fuck Shadowgate. <laughs> yes. And fuck Deja yes. Vu. And if there were any other games like that, screw Shadowgate them 64. too. Yeah, it's like, hello, Game Facts. Please give me a walkthrough. I'm actually just reading you. I'm not actually even really playing this game. Yeah. Oh, can you even really play one of those games? No. It's just infinite trial and error. But uh, you probably would like that, that as a kid. Fun. It's like, man, this game is going to last forever because it is so stupidly made. <laughs> I did. I do remember uh, having a little bit of fun with Shadowgate 64, but I definitely used GameFAQs. Uh, I never, I never <laughs> or played whatever the equivalent 64. is I knew of. Um, I mean, I played like the original Shadowgate and Deja Vu, but I rented them from video game stores. And they were like two-day rentals, nice. so I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I was like, why did I just rent Mega Man Final <laughs> Fantasy? Rent the same Final Fantasy cartridge like five times. And then like, just beat it over and over and over you know, again. Well, you don't even beat it. You just pray every time you rent it that nobody deleted your save. You got to like <laughs> put some insurance in there. It's like I named all the guys Fart Fingers and crossed. Poop. Nobody's going to delete that. It's too funny. Too funny. Man, but I don't know. That Halo Reach sure is the same as all the other Halo games. Yeah. Give you some new Which guns. Which means it will be wildly popular and pretty fun. I'm sure it already is wildly popular. Kids are probably playing that the internet over. It's true. The, when I got it, the day it came out, there were over 700,000 people playing the game. Good over. Lord. I don't <laughs> even know 700,000 people. Uh, That's right. Yeah, me neither. I said it. Uh I guess before we stop, let me read this email that I don't know if anybody's going to have any opinion on. But Joel and Dave, I read in Game Informer that a developer is making some new Oddworld games. What do you think of the prospect of new Oddworld games? Awesome or fucking awesome? I've never played any of those games in an extended fashion. I played the first one a little bit. I have heard super good things from one Mitchell Dyer well, about whatever. I mean, he he loves Oddworld. I know, rap. but it's like okay, it's like his favorite game of all time. I know he's going crazy for it right now. He probably they probably declared it a national holiday in Canada. He's like, oh, I can't go to work today. They just re- announced remake of Stranger's Wrath. Much like if I don't know, they PS3 exclusive. If they announce what the heck is that? Uh, Zone the Enders three, I would flip out. Everybody's got these games. I just make them yeah. go crazy. But does does that mean yeah, anything? I didn't, <laughs> I don't know why uh, I totally missed all the Oddworld games, but I did. I think it's because most of the originals only came out on the PlayStation, and I never had one. And then by the time they released one for the Xbox, I, was, uh, I wasn't really into playing it. Yeah. Because the, the, the brand didn't resonate with me at that point. I mean, I remember playing the first one. It was pretty fun. 
It's like a little puzzle game. You rolled around and you open doors and stuff. I like puzzle games. I like that. We used to play this game called Goblins. It had three eyes. So it was Goblins. And uh, you had three different goblins that each had some ability. And you would just wander around these fantasy-themed one-room puzzles. And it was pretty cool. And that I, I just I think to that when I think of Oddworld. Uh, because it was kind of static in, in the way the puzzles worked in the rooms and stuff. But maybe I'm just making that up, too. I don't know. Tell you one announcement flipped me out. They're making a Steel Battalion game for Connect. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Yeah, what is that even going to look like? That How is, do you use a Kinetic? That is, that is for... a true test. If they can make that work, they can make anything work. Dude, I hope you have to throw punches to shoot your cannon. That, would, that be awesome. would be awesome. If you had to ratchet your arm back to load it and then punch Good out to Lord. fire, oh, that I would will be so pay cool. the $150. If that game is cool, I will buy a Connect. I was like, oh man, all these games sound dumb. I don't want to scratch a tiger. I can do that any time I want with a real tiger. Just... Yes, this tiger, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> but if they make like a good Steel Battalion game, I already paid $200 for one. Yeah. What's to stop you me got from... me. What's to stop me from doing it again? <laughs> uh... Want to be done? Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. I want to be done, because... Oh, man. What? Done. What? We're just going to end, Joel. Why you hang up? Dave, my phone died. Oh, no. His phone died. Whatever. Guess I just can't talk about how good the sushi's going to be. That's fine.